You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Pete shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberdeau trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. It's Thursday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Man, we we have a busy, busy show. I know I usually, I say that a lot. It's a broadcasting crutch. Because what are you supposed to say? Actually, we do, we're just here to fill three hours and go home. Today's no bueno. You're not going to want to listen to any of this. Like, you're not going to hop on the radio and say that. Yeah. That's not going to do. No, we... We have jam-packed. Keith Yandel, Sportsnet analyst, former NHLer at 7 o'clock. 7.30, our Big Bet segment, brought to you by Sports Select. Uh, you and Patty are on a heater. See if that'll continue. And then it makes this triumphant return after a man, um, Alex Brody, was on the IL with a little illness. Brody on the beat is back. I'm Off looking forward show. to hearing that. Had a little bit more fun with this one. Oh, see, are you coming out of your shell now? I'm working on it. You know, I'm getting there. Yeah, for sure. You got to, you know, you just got to go out there and really feel the pulse. You got to feel the people of Calgary, Alex. Don't actually touch them, but feel, feel the people of Calgary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, feel. Willie Donick, National Predators play-by-play for Bally Sports South and ESPN Radio Nashville at 8 o'clock. Tee up the Pred side of the Flames in Nashville battle tonight down at the Dome. Adam Stanley at 815, Golf Insider for Sportsnet. This is a Maddie call. He's like, I want to talk some golf. Live just ended. Lots to talk about. Look ahead to the PGA Tour. How are they going to uh, promote their stars? It's going to be a little different on the PGA Tour next year. Talk to Adam Stanley, who's, by the way, in Mexico playing, covering some golf, which is awesome. Not a bad beat. Nope. Not a bad beat. Not as good as Brody on the on the um, beat. On the beat. Ross Tucker. Well, not your best. I should just leave. Hey, listen. Sometimes you got to hit grounders. Yep. To first base. Hey, you can't hit him out of the park all the time. Low-hanging fruit. Still sweet. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> You're right. So sweet. Ross Tucker, NFL Insider, CBS Sports, host of the Ross Tucker Podcast at 830. Tee up the Thursday nighter tonight, which should be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah, right? The like Eagles and Texans. That spread, I'm still like, well, hmm. Yeah, because it's the and NFL. And a half? Yeah, I could probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It's the NFL. No worries. No um, worries. I uh, wanted to get your opinion, uh, both of you, uh, Patty and um, Maddie here. Um, I have a six-minute walk from my place to the radio station. Oh, that mm. doesn't seem so bad. That's my commute. It's a six-minute walk. That's nice. Yeah, I did that on purpose when I moved here. <laughs> so I had a really short walk. My little short femurs only have to travel <laughs> six minutes to get to the radio station. So short femurs. Hey. Well, I do. I do have short <laughs> yeah, femurs. Right I'm, I'm, all right. I'm all torso. I'm five yeah. ten and I'm you, all torso. You are a lot of torso. Yeah, a lot of. I should be like six one, six two. Nope. When they were handing out femurs, I slept in that day. <laughs> oh, too bad. So I have to ask you guys. Um, do I need like a face covering when it starts to get really oh. frigid? Oh yeah, when that wind starts howling, big yeah, time. Yeah, you want to protect them cheeks. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Like I have probably a dozen of like what? the the my voice is high again. The, yeah, <laughs> the face thing. Yeah, like I had them for snowboarding, which is what okay. I, All right. I, I used to wear a lot of them. Okay, and you can get them online, just like the sleeves, no problem. I I wore one when I walked to work like three days ago. Really? Yeah. Okay, that so first I, day that we got snow. I need a face covering. Yeah, or you can get like the the full blown lava. Yeah, like the one right. Like I couldn't go into a banquet. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Don't go into a bank wearing that. I got a couple of those as well that go fully over the head, but those are pretty intense. I don't usually rip like. So wait a minute, dude. Sometimes I will wear goggles on my walk to work. (laughs) Wow, because it's that cold. My eyes start to water. Yeah, and then your face freezes. May as well just no wear sharp. the goggles. So no sharp. So there is, there's like a dicky for like your face covering. Yes, essentially, that's kind of what it is. It's like, yeah, it's just like a bandana kind of Under Armour material. You just right. 
Chuck her on, no problem. Okay, so I have to do that because when it gets even even more frigid, six minutes, my face will freeze in six minutes walking here. Oh, for sure. I was uncomfortable crossing the street from the parkade (laughs) today. Didn't like that very much either. Okay. All right. Yeah, as we get into winter, boots, good boots, some good traction, Mm -hmm. because especially when you're walking out there early, Sometimes those roads aren't salted yet, so those I, sidewalks. So I need boots. I was thinking about this last night because I need like a checklist. Yep. So I need boots, mm-hmm. yep. face covering, uh-huh. gloves. Yep. You need to get your slippers for work for when you arrive in your boots because you're not going to do the whole show in boots. Yeah. Maddie's all about the slippers too. Dude, I this week, as soon as I get home, Be just, just slide mm. right into those little cloud shoes. Look at you. Absolutely. Well, you're a slipper guy too? Yeah. I, I again, these are the feet. things that guy looks like a slipper guy. Yeah, he does. It looks like a um, tweed jacket, maybe a long bathrobe made of silk. <laughs> I was thinking like a smokes pipe. pipe in a big yeah. like, snifter of brandy. Yeah, like a front. big chair. Just looking like Hugh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're describing Hugh. Yeah, yeah. we pretty much are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I need gloves, face covering. Uh, and that's pretty much I think I don't think my winter gloves. jacket cuts it. I think I need a thicker winter coat, I think. Yeah, like I've got like an old snowboard coat from like the family ski days where if it was, if we had gone out to the mountains, it didn't matter if it was minus 20, we were going out there. Yeah. So I got something that, and I've. uh, Like you could stop a bullet with it. Basically, essentially. Okay. And this week, I, uh, I haven't busted it out yet, but yesterday was the day where I was like, it's probably time walking the dog yesterday. Probably time. Okay, <laughs> we're there. We're Again, there, George. I, I it have, is November. I have to get acclimated to the to the to the Calgary weather here. Um, I'm looking forward to. Uh, it, it was a little brisk walking home yesterday. I was shivering, and I'm like, I go, you got to harden up a little bit. I said to myself, walking home, I go, you got to harden up a little bit. You toughen up a little bit. Yeah, I do. Sometimes I say that a lot to myself. I'm a little tired, a little hungover, got a headache coming in. I go, just harden up a little bit. Come on, it's a good, it's a good piece of advice for everyone out there. Just harden up a little stiff bit. Stiff up, just yeah. Stiff up, stuff, stiff upper lip. Um, nobody cares about my sleeping schedule because a lot of people are up this early anyway, listening to us, and they don't sure. get any sleep. Yeah. But uh, last night, um, I didn't. I literally barely got any sleep. I was up to like one, one fifteen, one thirty, watching a movie. After oh. I watched a ton of sports. It was a good day for watching yeah, sports. Yeah, I watched, I watched uh, the last two and a half innings of the World Series because the combined no-hitter. I watched, um, some of the, I watched a lot of the Leaf Flyers game. I watched some of the Sabres-Penguins. I watched some of the Raps game. And then I ended the night watching uh, the Pels and Lakers, which went to overtime, which was great. Matt Ryan hitting a, uh, that Matt Ryan, hitting a three-pointer with 1.7 seconds to go on, an, uh, on a play on an inbound play when the Pels should have just blocked the arc and not even let him have that shot and just yeah. let him uh, leave the rim unprotected exactly. for the totally. two-pointer when they're up three and that game Duh. goes to overtime. Why would so anyway, just do that? And Zion Williamson is such a monster in the post. I just, oh, he, you can't guard so that guy. Good. So yeah. I watch that. And then I'm flipping through, watch, and then what do I land on? John Wick. Oh, yeah. John Wick's a good movie. Look out for the dog. Yeah, like don't no, yeah, don't mess dog. with his dog. Don't, don't mess with that guy's yeah, dog. Yeah, don't mess with that guy's dog. He's six foot under. Vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> Vengeance. So I started watching John Wick and I'm like, here we go. And it's one of those movies that just pulls you in. Oh, it yeah. just sucks you in. I started watching that. My number one movie for getting sucked in to watching when it's on television is the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay. Like, just so you guys know, the Shawshank Redemption is my favorite movie of all time. And in my opinion, the greatest piece of cinematic history. In the in the world, get busy living or get busy dying. You're damn right. Yeah, great Say film, classic. Nail. Yeah, yeah. Say what to nail. Okay. Anyway, so uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, incredible movie. So uh, I got roped into watching uh, John Wick last night. Hence, no sleep. Now, uh, Maddie, what is your movie you get roped into? Because th- this is why we're doing this. Uh, we have a hundred dollar gift card to give away today for uh, Golf Town again. And instead of, you know, coming up with like a sports day, you did a great job of coming up with stories yesterday. Yeah, they were really good. Your regret stories were great. Uh, We want to hear what's the one movie that comes on TV that you can't stop watching and why. See, that's the most important part in all of this. You got to tell us the reason why you can't stop watching it. Mm, Okay. Name and location on the text line as well. Because to me, Shawshank Redemption Best movie I've ever seen. And once you get roped in, especially near the beginning or even halfway through, 
where Andy Dufresne has all the tough times in jail and then eventually screws over the warden. If you haven't seen the movie, by all means, go watch it. My nephew saw it about a year ago. He's like, this is awesome. I go, I know. I know it's awesome. 960, 960, name and location. The movie that you watch that's on TV, that you, once it's on, that's it. You can't stop watching. Give us the movie and the reason why, and we'll pick the best one. You'll get $100 from Golf Town. Maddie, what's the movie that comes on television that you're like, that's it. I got to watch it. I've thrown a few uh, around as, as, as we floated the topic, but uh, this one certainly comes to mind. What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say That's what good. one more damn time. Yep. Little Pulp Fiction. That is good. Anytime that comes on, because that movie, uh, I remember watching it for the first time, and it's one that you're like, what? What, where, what am I watching? Where are we going? What, is what am I here? watching? What's in the briefcase? How come? Uh, what's in the briefcase? What's in the box? Where is it all movie, this sorry, going go to? Where's all this going to tie in together? Yeah. Um. And you can dive into that movie at literally any point once yeah. you've seen it and kind of understand where you are, what's going to happen. And there's always something that you're going to watch and you're going to be jarred by again, whether it is the gimp, whether it is. Say what? Whether it is what? Whatever the point is in that film, a Royale. Zed's with cheese. dead, baby. Zed's yeah. dead, baby. I love Zed's dead. The musicians. So th- there's a, a link there. Have Pulp you ever? Fiction. Have you ever booze danced the part where Travolta dances at the end? I I just naturally dance like that. Like oh, that okay. was something where I, I when I saw that I was like, wow, like that's that's that, you. That's my inspiration. Like you wow. don't even need to be a booze dancer. Like it autom- your hips automatically already have a lot of oil. Oh, in Oh yeah, there's a lot of gyration. A lot of okay, because we all think we can booze dance, especially at a wedding. Oh, uh, yeah, I can do it. No problem. I could, I could see you being, I could see you being able to cut a rug. I, uh, I enjoy getting out on the dance floor and moving yeah. around, you, mostly flailing, yeah, mostly moving. You don't bite it a lot on of upper dancing. lip, do you? No, I you don't try not to bite, bite the, upper, the li- upper lip. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah, like that's a lower like lip, lower lip. I mean, upper, not upper lip, upper lip's weird. Well, whatever. <laughs> It's biting of the lip when you're on the dance floor. You know? <laughs> that's, even, that's even creepier. You're biting your upper lip. All right. Uh, what's uh, wrong real with quick. This guy? Real quick. Real, what's wrong with me? There's a lot of things wrong with me. Like, you just, imagine if you were at a wedding and you saw someone doing yeah, that? Yeah, bottom. You? Like, you're like, why are you biting your upper lip? That's weird. Um, I always had this game show idea. Oh, I've had two game show ideas in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one was uh, guess that smell. So it's literally like contestants sit there with a blindfold and like all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's rotten salmon (laughs) is right. Then they get like a nice ding and then you can go like, yeah, that's right. So name that smell is always one of my game show ideas. (laughs) And number two, do you remember when So You Think You Can Dance came out? Of course. Yeah. My idea was uh, on a play on that. So You Think You Can Booze Dance. Mm. But this is contestants are in the back. And they're doing shots of tequila until they're legally drunk. And then they go out there and they dance. And then North America votes on who's the best booze dancer. Yeah. And you don't get like these attractive people who are in shape. No, you get all walks of life getting a little juiced and then dancing on stage to see who the best booze dancer is. Yeah. And throw on a little wedding singer and see yeah. who really uh, is able to drop it down. I yeah. like the idea of that. You you set like a nice standard, yep. like a nice ABV. So everyone's on a similar playing field. Right. Uh, you get after it. You know, you do your weigh-ins like UFC. No, <laughs> People yeah, going toe exactly. to toe. <laughs> like, could you imagine our pal, John Bender? Oh, Mind yeah. you, it would probably take him like a good... 26 or at least for him to feel the the, the sauce a little bit because he's yeah, six, he, eight, 350. He'd have to get there three yeah. hours before anybody right. else. Yeah, to he'd, start yeah he'd, he'd have to put the work ABV. in before. But could you imagine our man like John Bender getting just sitting out like there cattle. just shaking it out there? That'd be awesome. Probably be win. Great. Yeah, probably. But you you like that idea better than so name that smell? I like it more than name that smell because okay. name that smell sounds like yeah. I just don't like I don't like anything about name that smell. Okay, uh, I'm glad that you're. Uh, it's like the I like one you're brutally where honest and direct with people me. put their hands in in the box and they're not allowed to see what it is. They do like all the NHL teams did it for their YouTubes and right. stuff like that. That one I even don't like, and yeah. that smell is that. But okay, worse a worse. Sense is overloaded. It's not good. Um, Patty Dumont, what is the movie that's on that once it's on, you can't stop watching? Oh, it's got to be The Fugitive. Oh, nice. Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, like 
It's a spinoff from his 1970s TV show. Like, uh, just the action in it. Like, how does just all the luck that has to happen for him to get out of here? Richard Kimball, the train crash. Richard Kimball! You know, like, you know, like the train with the bus and yeah. you know, just like him running away from mm. the, the the U.S. Marshals. It's wonderful. I love and it. You know what it is, too? That movie, it, it still te- stands the test of time. I know he has to use the payphone a lot in yeah. that movie, yeah. which would never happen in today's day. But it's still pretty. It's still a very good movie. My, my favorite scene, like, it's like it's one of those like when he's on the phone, and they're like trying to find like. What cities have elevated trains? <laughs> they can yeah, it. it's like oh my god, that's good detective. He's in Chicago. <laughs> I just know, I just know. Anytime I have a bit of a headache, I, I reach for this medicine. Like it's my favorite. Like it. Mm. No, we we missed it. <laughs> Again, like if I got a bit of a headache and I got a sort of, I reach for some Provasic. Provasic. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one. <laughs> If 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 the if the good people of the pharmaceutical company, what's the pharmaceutical company in it? Uh, Devlin McGregor. Yes, if Devlin McGregor are listening and they want to sponsor our show, because I'm definitely, I know if I have a headache, I reach for some. Provasic. I definitely do. Got to get that. It's my Provasic, favorite. Hey? Provasic. Yeah. Uh, Why n- wouldn't you? Nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. They're already flying in right now. You got to give us why though. That's the way. That's the way you're gonna win. Give us uh, give us the movie that you you watch that's on TV. You can't stop watching. Name and location and the why. And the best one, determined by our own Maddie Rose, who's definitely a harsh critic, crushing my Name That Smell game show idea. He'll be the one vetting your text, too. And the best one's going to win a $100 gift card from Golf Town. How easy is that? It's easy. You just text into your favorite movie that's on TV that you can't stop watching and why. Boom. $100 gift card, Golf Town. Pow. That's awesome. simple. It's it is not that, that easy. It's literally that easy. That's what we're looking for. Just today. as easy as if you have a headache, you just take a little bit of this. It's mm. so easy. Just, yeah. just a little mm. bit of Provasic. Provasic. Yes. Oh, there it is. Provasic. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's the best. Forget Advil. Forget Tylenol. Forget all of those. If I got a headache, I reach for some. Provasic. Yep. It's my favorite. Thank you, Harrison. Appreciate yeah. that. It is by movie the way, season, too. Okay. Harrison Ford is such a stud. Did you do you remember that story when he crashed a plane? He didn't like his plane was going down and he crashed into a golf course who so wouldn't hurt anybody and literally just broke his leg and walked out of the plane. No. Yeah. Really? That's what a stud Harrison Ford is. Well, and then he also played just some of the most notable characters in film history, yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, the latest one. Apparently he's doing Han another Solo. one. Yeah, well, listen, we don't really have to look back at the last handful of years and say this is the best that Harrison Ford has ever given us. Right. But there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. The guy's in his 80s, too, I think, now. Yeah, he's definitely getting up there. He's a legend. You know what I think is a key to a long life, though? What's that? If you take a lot of Provasic. Provasic. I really just... That I'm was, sorry. That's so I put that one on a T. That, that was my fault. I'm sorry. Like, sorry, everybody. I do this that's sh- my own fault. Listen, I do this show for my yep, own enjoyment. That was dumb. I do sorry. This, I do this show for my own enjoyment. I'm an idiot. Like, my whole thing today was I, I just want to play the Provasic drop yeah. over and over again. Like, that's the whole I, That's the whole genesis behind... When, when Patty DeMoss said, that movie's The Fugitive to me, right away, <laughs> Provasic. Provasic. Yeah. This one's good from Debbie and Halifax. The Cutting Edge, Toe Pick, Toe Pick. It's a good movie, The Cutting Edge. I don't know if I've ever seen D.B. Sweeney. Edge. Cutting Edge is a good one. Where he's a former hockey player and then turns pairs figure skater. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, from 92. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no. This And this, by the way, not up my alley. shout out to Debbie listening in Halifax. Yeah. Thank you, Debbie. Appreciate it. It's awesome. She gets that nice mid afternoon big show in the morning. But. Yeah, she, she and she has a Calgary number, but she's out in Halifax. That's awesome. Keep them rolling in. Nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. The movie that's on TV that you can't stop watching and why. The why is the most important part because that's what's going to determine whether or not you get the hundred dollar gift card from Golf Town. You know what? And there's another interesting point that I was thinking about when this was coming up, and it's why I chose Pulp Fiction is because every once in a while it'll show up on AMC or it'll be on FX or something. But you got to pick a film that's actually shows up on tv every once in a oh, while yeah. like the star wars films constantly get marathoned at like boxing day or thanksgiving or right. something like that 
So I think those will be another one that we see a lot yeah, like of. The, yeah, but as as Pat, like the fugitives on all the time. Oh, it's on all the time. Oh, yeah. That feels like a CTV Sunday. Yeah, type of special. Hundred percent. Yeah, like um, Shawshank Redemption's on all the time, and I get roped in every time. But last night I was watching John Wick and cool action scenes using a pencil to murder people. Like it's just, it's a great. It's a great action movie. And Keanu Reeves, not my, one of my favorite actors, because essentially every movie was just like, whoa. whoa. Like, that's essentially his range of acting. Whoa. But he's very good in those movies. So I got roped in watching John Wick last night to like one o'clock. So your favorite movie that gets what you get, once you get roped in on television, you got to watch the entire thing and why. Pulp Fiction's up there. Step Brothers comes to mind. The Star Wars films come to mind. Those would be the three that I, uh, I Richard was and Woodstock. Pondering. By the way, a listener who came over from Toronto, he's still a die. Thank you, Richard. That'd Richard be, and Woodstock. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, because they're both so damn sexy. <laughs> I can't disagree with that. That's a fact. There's some attractive actors in that yeah. one. Um, I got it. And also atta- on TV a lot. Yeah. Uh, please attach your name and uh, location. Roadhouse just popped up. Roadhouse. Have you watched Roadhouse? With Patrick no, I, Swayze? I only understand the references from Family Guy. That is strictly okay. my uh, exposure so, to Roadhouse. If you ever seen Best the movie, bad movie. Yeah. No, no, no. That's Rocky Four. How dare you? Okay. Well, so uh, Roadhouse, if you ever get a chance to watch Roadhouse, it's so cheesy. It's so 1980s. But Patrick Swayze's waist is like a 20 in that movie. Like Patty Dumas, how small is his waist, honestly? Oh, yeah, he's like he looks slight. Big, big upper body, like big shoulders yeah, and chest, but like yeah. he gets skinny as he goes down. Tiny up tiny waist. Like like jeans you would have worn in the sixth grade. Patrick Swayze's wearing jeans in Roadhouse when he's a tough guy. Well doing spin bu- kicks. Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> spin. And ripping dudes' hearts out of yeah, their chest. That's right. <laughs> Throws like Kano in Mortal Kombat? Throats. Finish him. Finish him. Roadhouse. Uh, they're, they're flying in. Uh, Happy Gilmore, Elliot, and Cochran. Yeah, Happy yeah. Gilmore is a great yeah, movie. A Any Adam movie. Sandler's yeah, movie. Chubbs. Yeah. Like, everyone loves Time Happy Gilmore. Time to go Gilmore. home there, boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Son of a <laughs> Why didn't you just go home? Yeah. That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. And who hasn't tried the Happy Gilmore on the golf course? Suck my white <laughs> Yeah. Who hasn't tried it? Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. I have. Yeah. Oh, and it goes, oh, it goes. You hit it a mile, but man, it does not go straight. Yeah. A mile onto the next green. Three yeah. holes over. Huge hook. Yeah. No problem. Super fun. Uh, they're flying in. Like, there is a lot. Uh, <laughs> Sean. See, Sean. Sean's got a direct, direct plate. Like, he's got a roadmap to my heart. Sean in uh, Calgary. Uh, Rocky Four. It's just the best. He is not human. He's a, he's like a piece of iron, <laughs> and that the montage scene as we were talking with Adnan a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I do like when, a good when like Ivan Drago's just blatantly doing steroids yeah. before the fight. <laughs> like there's like no drug testing, no whatever, and then they end up fighting, and it's just power shot after power <laughs> shot for like twelve rounds, where your brain would literally turn into scrambled eggs. Nope, and then all of a sudden he has. The ability to make such a poignant speech <laughs> that can unite the East and West and end the Cold War because Rocky's such a legend that even people in Moscow say, you know what? It's time to stop hating on Rocky. Let's cheer for Rocky, who, by the way, was working out with a leather coat with a fur around the top. The idea that they're like, yeah, this guy, the most American human that we've ever seen in our life, this guy will make us change our mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's great. That's sure. Yeah, that Rocky checks out. is terrific. Uh, keep We're them coming need in. A yeah, no. A sports training montage. It's true. Montage. <laughs> 960, 960. Name and location. Um, the Rose Report straight ahead. Uh, the John and Huberto talk in this city. It was awesome yesterday. Reading some stuff. What's wrong? Listening to some stuff. Unbelievable. What I love gonna, it. What are we going to do with this guy? I love it. Um, it's great. Uh, we'll do the Rose Report. A couple hockey games. Had a baseball game with some history. Kyle Schwarber wasn't happy. I'll tell you about uh, um, a, um, a promotion around the World Series that didn't go well yesterday. Oh no! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak that into we, the Rose. I don't uh, want to steal your thunder. No, it's not like I'm I'm like getting engaged at your wedding. Like it's I'm not gonna do that because the Rose Report is your baby. It's your time to shine. I don't want to steal your Who thunder does away. That? People do that because they're jerks. 
Can I just share a quick story with you? Yeah, please like, this do. Didn't, this didn't offend me at all whatsoever. Like, I, I was actually really happy for her. So uh, my family had a bit of a, like, going away kind of shindig for me before I came here. Yeah. It was a Thursday before I left. Uh-huh. So then my cousin announces that she's engaged. Oh. I go, oh, really? I go, now I have to now I have to pop the question to my girlfriend at your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shot for shot. I go, thanks. Thanks for stealing the thunder. Just gonna like want, it's my night. Like I'm leaving. Hey, yeah, I know. But like out of all the nights, this is the. I know everyone's together. We're having a good time, having some drinks. It was fun. And all of a sudden, oh, I'm getting engaged. Oh, great. Now everything's on you. I didn't mind because I'm not that person. Yeah, no. But then I was joking with my brother after. I'm like, I'm so gonna propose to my girlfriend now <laughs> her wedding. We're like, I, oh wow, I'm you're getting get engaged. It. Steal that thunder. Right after the first dance. Yeah. Uh, I ha- I have an announcement oh, to I have make. An announcement to make. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know you're getting engaged. <laughs> yeah, that that's totally stealing thunder. Favorite movie? It's on TV. You can't stop watching. And why? Nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. The why is going to be the important part. How are you going to win tickets? Uh, that's all straight ahead. Uh, the Rose Report. And I think the remainder of the show is going to be brought to you by my favorite painkiller. That anytime, yeah. Anytime I have, anytime I have a headache. I definitely reach for my favorite, even the, you know what, you know, it's actually a new product from Devlin McGregor. They even have nighttime. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Just in case you can't sleep at uh-huh. night. You do a little nighttime. Prozacic. Yeah. It's the big show. Russ Rose. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sports at 960. The fan. Prozacic. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. The top of the hour, Sportsnet analyst, former National Hockey Leaguer, Keith Yandel is going to join us. Iron Man Keith. Well, he was. Well, yeah. Well, we got to ask him. Like, when he broke the record, he knew Phil was eventually going to break it too, right? Well, we should ask him. But it's still an incredible accomplishment playing. Like how games. garbage was that one shift on? <laughs> yeah, when he left. Well, yeah, oh, my kid's I, being no, born. He's, he's not gonna. He's s- not gonna. Are do you it. gonna ask him that? No, probably not. Oh, I, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll float it. Okay, we, I won't ask you him. Gotta, no, you I got, won't ask him, but I will float it to him and see. You got to massage it in there. We'll work it. In. We'll find okay. a way. We'll slither uh, it in. We're, we're loving the text line this morning, 960, 960, name Keep and location. Uh, I, I told uh, the guys earlier and you, the listeners, I uh, was out late last night. I got sucked into watching John Wick. Didn't get to bed till like one in the morning because I was watching John Wick. What's that movie once it's on television? You get sucked into and you can't stop watching. 960, 960, name and location. And the why is the most important part because that's what's going to determine who gets the $100 gift card. From Golf Town. Real quick before we get to the Rose Report. Yeah. Uh, Saving Private Ryan came mm-hmm. in. And uh, real quick story on Saving Private Ryan. I went on a first date to Saving Private Ryan. Nothing nothing gives warm and fuzzies like grisly murder in World War II on a beach. Nothing gets <laughs> the ladies in a mood like watching terrible, terrible war in Saving Private Ryan. The first like 20 minutes of that movie is so intense. I'm I'm watching it. I'm like, why did I end up coming to see this? It's so good, yet so disturbing at the same time. Yeah, especially because I'd leave and I'd be like, Oof, I could never. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> look at these, Those guys are tough. Look, look at those actual men. Look at those Opposed men. to you and I. Well, this probably does it for us, hey? Yeah. See you later. See you later, guys. Uh, the Rose Report uh, is right now, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Well, 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 another morning report, huh? We got lots of stuff in here today. Flames game day, some thoughts from Wednesday's practice. You guys have to be a little bit more predictable at each other. John Tortorella came to the defense of Sheldon Keefe. I hope he jams it to you all, quite honestly. Not tonight. That was one of two games mm. on a busy NHL slate. Game four of the World Series is in the books. Yeah, I felt something in my butt. And I got some local nuts notes for you as well. You got some local what? Some local notes. Okay. <laughs> so stick around, lock that dial, strap in, and we'll get you all caught up on the program. We might hear that later on in the show. Damn it! Those better not be peanuts. Uh.
Flames host the Natural Predators tonight. At He's like o'clock. Vince from Slap Chop. You <laughs> love his nuts. You get all of my nuts. I love that guy. I miss that guy. What the hell? Isn't he in jail or something? Oh, yeah, yeah he's yeah, big he, in jail. Do you really miss that guy? No, no he's not. a scumbag. Maybe he's the commercials. Yeah, he was a big greaseball. Okay. Seventh of eight games on this long homestand. Three and three so far after a couple of tough losses. Back-to-back losses where the team had third-period leads and lost in regulation. Lots of talk around Jonathan Huberto the last little bit. He's got a goal and five points in eight games. Scoreless in his last two. Things are different here. He's got different line mates, different style of game, still working through it. You know, you got to buy into it, and that's how you're going to win, I think, in the playoffs. And I mean, you know, we last year we won a lot of games 6-5. Obviously, you're going to get some points, and like as an individual, but I think that's not the point. I mean, it's you want to play well defensively, and that's the system. And I think if you play well defensively, you're going to get your chance offensively. On the line with Nazem Kadri and Andrew Mangiapane again at Wednesday's practice, per our Patty Steinberg. You also had Lindholm between Lucic and Toffoli, Backlund between Dubé and Coleman, and Rizicka between Lewis and Richie. So, same lines that they started with on Tuesday. Uh, super interesting, and super interesting, and all the attention was around Jonathan Huberto yesterday. He also said, uh, you wait till things finally click, it's going to be better than ever. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think... I would agree. We, for sure, we are always guilty. I know us as media, fans, everybody... We treat athletes like commodities sometimes, a little too much. Mm. They're human beings. Yep. This is the first team Jonathan Huberto hasn't played for outside the Florida Panthers. It's a new city, new surroundings, new everything. New takes, coach. New coach. Takes a while to get at new teammates. Takes a while to get acclimated it's to everything. Not it's Andrew not easy. Brunette. It's not easy. And yeah, Kadri, he's, this isn't the first rodeo for Kadri. He went from and playing a Canadian market for Huberto, too. That's new to him, too. Yep, yep, yep. Like, I know he's French-Canadian, and he understands what it means to play in Canada. That's why I'm sure that's one of the big reasons why he ended up extending here long-term, because of the passionate fan base. But he also played in Florida. Right, when nobody cared. Literally, nobody, nobody cared. Never. No. He just had snowbird Canadians going to all the games. But it's it's different for him. And maybe it's just taking him a little time to get adjusted. The guy's an absolute superstar. He's the best playmaker in the NHL, and eventually he'll be Jonathan Huberto. And the amount of questions and and concern with the fan base, the dude's here for nine more, nine more, nine more years. He's not even, he's eight games into his Flames tenure. Like, he still has a lot to prove. He's he's going to be a great player for the Calgary Flames. But I think maybe the human element leaks in a little bit into all of this, and maybe that's why there's a slow start. And that's okay. It's not like he's like a prized player prospect that you think is going to just fly out of the gate. No, this guy's an established superstar who's an incredible playmaker. Maybe it's just taking him a little more time to get used to everything. That's fine. It's fine. As for the Predators, uh, they won their first two games of the season overseas against uh, the Sharks, who were not very good, but that was like way before the season started. It was overseas in Czechia. Since then, just one win and just one overtime loss. They're 1-6-1 in eight games since returning home. Second of a five-game long road trip for the Predators. Lost to the Oilers 7-4 on Tuesday. Took a stiff dose of the Connor and Leon show up the road. Um, not a lot of subtractions from the roster in the offseason. The notable additions, Nino Niederreiter is now a Predator. Ryan Meh. McDonough added via trade. Meh. They're being outscored 12-6 in the third period this season. Uh, not a great start for Nashville. UC Saros got hung up for six on Tuesday. I wonder if we do see a backup goalie here for Nashville as well. Oh, that'll be super interesting. And there's no question it's Jacob Markstrom tonight. Back-to-back here, right? Tonight and then Saturday against the Devils? Yeah, after Dan Vladar went and was not necessarily awe-inspiring on Tuesday. Yeah. He was fine. It wasn't his fault, but sometimes you need a save. Yeah, there's... Yeah, a couple instances where if you'd had the save there, you'd be saying, wow, okay, maybe we have a little bit of a story here. But The Yanni Gord short and a breakaway. You make a save there. I know it's a breakaway. Or if you're able to get over and stop the Matty Beneers go-ahead. That that would have been a humongous save. Because he was the over there. goal you were never stopping. Sprung goal, it's too bad. Yeah. Two dumb penalties back-to-back. Right. You, you, you deserve that but one. But sometimes you need to save, and I expect Markstrom the next two games. Puck top will be at 7 o'clock. Wall-to-wall coverage on the station all day. What do we got here? Hockey Central 960 with Haley will go at 1. Sportsnet today with Logan at 2. We got Dimitri's Hockey PDO cast at 3. Flames talk with Steinberg and Wes Gilbertson at 4. Oh. Flames talk with Pat and Ryan Pike at 5. Mm. 
Flames pregame with um, this Pat Steinberg guy keeps showing up. I Him told- and Peter Labardius will go at I six. I told you. It's a telethon, yeah, baby. Yeah, it is a telethon. Anytime Pat's on when it's a Flames game day, four it's to the four. Pat Steinberg telethon. We should have a donation line calling in the Pat Steinberg telethon. You he should sh- have a charity. Every every other Flames game, it's a charity. Not everybody has a tip jar on Twitter, and I kind of hate when they're out there. That guy should have a tip jar on Twitter. He does a pretty good job. Hey, um, but that was the only... Uh, that, that's all I can tell you about the Calgary Flames game tonight. Do you have anything else uh, you're looking forward no, I'm, to? I'm excited to see what the lineup is going to look like. Like, It'll it's going to be the same look like. I'm just excited how they're going to mesh together because that second period against Seattle, I thought mm-hmm. they were great. And then blowing that third period two-goal lead uh, was obviously disappointing against a Seattle team that you should be able to beat nine times out of ten. But I'm interested to see how the lines mesh again tonight. And let's see how Huberto, Kadri, and... To fully no, Manjapani played tonight. Is there any more look of being comfortable? That's what I'm. Yeah, take a take a step forward, yeah. right? Because the we started to play, see exactly. And I thought you brought up a great point yesterday, talking about the entries on the power play it's, need to be a little better. It's the one thing that they need to figure out. Yeah, the one place they really miss Johnny. All right, two games yesterday. The Leafs hosting the Flyers was one of them. You might have watched some of this game on Sportsnet. The Leafs had lost four straight. The Flyers had lost back-to-back games. Lots of questions about Sheldon Keith's future in Toronto. The media even went as far to ask John Tortorella about it before the game. You guys don't know what he does. You don't know what he's done for that team. Uh, I've watched him far, and I have to admit, I have a, uh, I, I coached him. We've had conversations as a young coach in this league. Uh, you guys chuck darts at him because you want some results. And I guess it is. It's always the coach that gets the darts chucked at him, but... I know in, in watching him and coaching against him, uh, I, I think he's a terrific coach. And I hope he jams it to you all, quite honestly. Not tonight. but uh, <laughs> Not tonight. Yeah. Listen, but I hope he jams it to all you. Yeah. Tort, Torts is, uh, he's great when his team's winning. Especially in the playoffs when they win a game. Oh, he'll answer a question, then they lose, and he'll just storm off in a huff. <laughs> Like, we know what Torts is about. Yep. And again, he's hating on the media. Oh, really? Was he working for the three-letter network for free when he was on the panel that time? Yeah. Think he was, you think he was grabbing a check? I think he probably got paid there. Like, I, I like I liked the Torts against the media thing, but you worked for the three-letter network at one time, too. So just, this is who he is, and it's fun, and we love to play sound bites, but come on. I he's like he a caricature of himself at this point. Yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting because it's on a team where you're like, well, this team has no aspirations. So what is it going to be like? Like, is he just going to be walking out of scrums all season? You're like, well, what? Look what you have. Like, yeah, it was an interesting hire. It's like, you know, the team's going to be bad. They got a lot of young players. Katuri is gone for months. Like what? I guess he just wanted the job, which is great. Yeah. The only one of 32 jobs in the planet. And he wanted one of them. It was just it was just a curious hire to me when, you know, the team is going to be bad all season. During the game, I had mentioned the Leafs on quite a slump going into this one, yeah. uh, but their captain came to play, showed out. Marner starts out with a feed up on the right side for Tavares. Tavares in. Tavares, a nifty little move. Comes right out in front. Scores! Holy Mackinac, what a play! The captain restores the two-goal lead. Oh, he didn't yell Johnny Toronto? Oh. That's his thing. No, but he did get a holy Mackinac. I wonder if we got a Johnny Toronto on the hat trick goal. That was the second of three on the night for yeah, John Tavares. It was a great goal. It was. It was nasty. It was kind of vintage John, right? Where yeah. he absolutely lambased someone in a board battle. Like just yeah, a mismatch, like a one hit sucker punch to the face. He walks around him, gets to the front of the net. And like Caudry grabs his own rebound, buries it. No problem. No challenge on that one, though. No, no challenge at all. And, and again, credit to John Tavares. He's a guy that. He got his lunch handed to him in that series against the Lightning. He yep. could not win his five-on-five minutes. Didn't have the boots. And a lot of uh, pressure on the Leafs, obviously, four losses in a row. But credit Johnny Toronto for getting the hat trick. And if there's one guy in the NHL who makes those tiny little plays around the goal line, it's John Tavares who does a fantastic job. Because skating's never been his strength. Nope. But he has a ridiculous set of mitts. And that's a little underrated where he is in the NHL and who's the greatest around underneath the goal line. He's one of the best guys in the league. Strong, great yeah. hands, elite shot, great vision, and one of the hardest guys to beat along the boards. Great for interview. my money. All right. Oh, no. 
Other game had the Penguins looking to avoid a six straight loss after they blew a three-goal lead to the Bruins the night prior. The Sabres are catching everybody sleeping this season. They're six and three on the year, looking for a third straight win as well. Both teams were rocking the retro jerseys. The game was in Buffalo. They got the white Buffa slug. They get the white pants and the white yeah. gloves. And we had the Robo Penguins for the others. So when Jason Zucker scored after returning to the lineup, it was suitable that he dropped a, an appropriate celebration. Malkin with Zucker. Malkin down the left wing. Cross for Zucker. Shoots. He scores! And a salute from Jason Zucker. Love it. Maybe a nod to a guy who wore that Robo Penguin in the past after ripping it home. <laughs> Sick. I love that. We love that. Love the Yager Little salute. homage to Yaramir. Uh, but the only problem is you kind of have to win the game after that. Darlene, one-timer. They score! A wide-open net for Tage Thompson. He does not miss. It's a power play goal. Olofsson knocked it down. This pass out. Power winds and waits. Good look. They score! A beautiful dish from power to Victor Olofsson. The two-goal lead for the Penguins is gone. The pass broken up by Skinner. Thompson with Tuck. It's Tage Thompson. Tuck to the net. The pass. They score! Tage Thompson is so good. He's gross right now. It's disgusting. The dude is 6'6". The one-timer looks like Ovechkin. The hands are silky smooth. He can move. He can go up the wing. He can go down and the middle of the ice. You name it. Like This guy is fun to watch. He's become one of my favorite players to watch this year. And do you remember how the Sabres were getting roasted for the Ryan O'Reilly trade? Yep. Especially when the Blues won the Stanley Cup? Well, because Guess Thompson the- was nobody in St. He was a winger still. Right. And he came back in that deal, and now that deal is absolute home run slam dunk for the Buffalo Sabres. Getting a guy in Ryan O'Reilly who didn't want to be there anymore, who hated playing hockey so much in Buffalo, even considered retiring. Yeah. Real quick, you know Yager stole that, right? The salute? From who? Terrell Davis and the Broncos, the mile oh. high salute. Okay. Yeah, he started doing it for his goal celebration. Oh. Why would he steal it from the Broncos? Well, because that's that's when they won the Super Bowl with John mm. Elway and his wooden teeth. When uh, they used to win the Super Bowl, they used to be their like mile high salute thing when they won back-to-back Super Bowls. Terrell Davis in the Hall of Fame. Was Yager a big NFL guy? I, I think he just liked the salute thing that cool. they did. Uh, the Sabres score three goals in the span of seven minutes in the third period to flip a 3-1 to one lead into a 4-3. A 3-1 lead for the Penguins into a 4-3 lead for the Sabres. A couple empty netters. Seventh goal of the season for Thompson, Olofsson, and Tuck. Uh, Olofsson would get an empty netter for his eighth as well. The Sabres are cooking. Penguins are in trouble. To start the year, and they are in trouble. There's some questions there for sure. They got Zucker and Gensel back, and I was like, well, you got a couple leaders back. Really helps with your depth along the wings. You can put Jeff Carter back as a 3C. That's a great hole for him. And they blew it again. You still have Crosby, and you still have Malkin, and you still have Latang, and you still have Jari, and you still have DeSmith. They're all locked in. What? Yeah. Not good. Not good right now. Uh, and I watched Mike Sullivan's presser. That guy just looks like scramb- like just well, pulling at straws right now. Like, well, What are you going to do? Something we can ask Keith Yandel about, too. The state of the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. Tonight, busy slate. 12 games apart from the Flames Ooh. and Preds. Uh, action begins at 5. Got a couple Eastern Conference heavyweights meeting in Tampa. The Lightning will host the Hurricanes. Rod the bot! The Knights continue their road trip with a stop in Ottawa to face the Senators. Red Wings host the Capitals. At 5.30, Bruins look for a seventh straight win. They visit Igor Shosturkin and the Rangers. Then at 6, an all-Canadian matchup as the Canadians are in Winnipeg to battle the Jets. Blues host the Islanders. Kraken face the Wild in Mini. At 6.30, it's the Kings and Blackhawks from the Windy City. Mm. The Oilers will host the Devils at 7. The Devils will be in town on Saturday to play the Flames. That'll be the final game of their eight-game homestand. Then at 8 o'clock, the Ducks visit the Canucks. The Stars head to Mullet Arena to play the Coyotes. And the last game has the Panthers swimming in the Shark Tank with Eric Carlson and the Sharks. Hi, Sharks. Flip it over to the NFL. We got week nine of the NFL season getting going tonight. Football's here. It's like it's like daddy's home. The undefeated Eagles are in Houston to battle the Texans. A ridiculous spread. of It was 14 points yesterday. I don't know if it's moved to 14 and a half or anything like that. But the total set at 45 and a half. Ooh. We'll discuss this one with Ross Tucker a little later in the 8 o'clock hour, but anything you're keeping an eye on for this game, game-wise, sprinkle-wise, anything tickling your fancy uh, here? Right now, it's uh, Eagles minus 13 and a half. Perfect. And if there's a bet kind of that you want to make tonight, uh, maybe Eagles first half mm. minus six and a half or seven. The Eagles are the best sec- second quarter team in the National Football League. Really? So I would maybe, if you if you feel like, you know, getting a little, a little saucy, yeah. hey, you're feeling a little peckish, 
uh, maybe put some uh, first half money down on the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. We'll, we'll ask Ross Tucker about that too. Maybe he likes that bet. Yeah, he's got he's got all the podcasts. He's got the betting podcast. He's got the NFL podcast. You I wonder what it. kind of mood he's going to be in today. Ross? Yeah, he's been good. Yeah. I wonder what IPAs he's been drinking. Probably a lot of them. Probably a lot. Big guy, and he's a lot of IPA. He's a large man. World Series Game Four, resounding seven nothing win in Game Three for the Phillies. So they took a two to one lead in the series. They did so with five home runs back on Wednesday's game, but they couldn't muster anything yesterday. The offense for Houston came in the fifth. Philly starter Aaron Nola ran into some trouble, loaded the bases, replaced by Jose Alvarado, who hit a batter on his very first pitch, and it got way worse from there. And Bregman lines this one over to right field, racing over Cassianos. He won't get there. That's going to go to the wall. Altuve scores right behind him. Pena, he will score. And Tucker lifts this one in the center field. Marsh to his left. He's there, makes the catch. Both runners tagging as Alvarez scores. Alvarado's 1-2. And that's a ground ball through the draw in an infield. And in the left, a base hit. Bregman can walk home. Yuli Gurriel with an RBI single. 5-0 Astros. Oof. Five innings in the fifth inning. The Phillies would continue to struggle trying to hit anything from the Astros all game long. And the pitch from Presley, a swing and a ground ball to third. Bregman has it, the throw to first, and that'll do it. The Astros even up the World Series with a 5 to nothing win tonight, and four of their pitchers combined to no hit the Philadelphia Phillies. Christian Javier, Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley combined for the no-hitter, the second one that we've seen in the World Series. Hey, Kyle Schwarber, how'd it feel yeah, to be a really part of history? A yeah, I really don't give a Yeah. <laughs> no, move on tomorrow. That's cool. We'll be in the history books, I guess. That's cool. So uh, in Philadelphia, yeah. um, there's a uh, sub chain, sub sandwiches. Sure. Uh, called Wawa. Wawa. And uh, last night they tweeted out, uh, each time the Phillies get a hit, take a bite of your hoagie. Hashtag Schwarberfest. <laughs> They did that last night, and it happened in the second time in the history of the World Series where a team doesn't get a hit. Wawa, and they're getting roasted on social media today. Yeah, I really don't give a Yeah. That's cool. We'll be in the history books, I guess. That's a little cool. Wawa for saying, each time they get a hit, take a buddy or hoagie. <laughs> Not so fast. You went to bed hungry. 6.03 start today. We're expecting Justin Verlander to face Noah Cindergaard. 24-second Raptor clock. You ready, Georgie? Big game yesterday. Uh, yeah, as, yeah. Uh, if you want to give me one sec. Well, here's the thing. The Raptors taking on the Spurs. The Spurs are... Mm, they're they're not know. very good. DeMar DeRozan is... Uh, well, he's not there. No, he plays for the Bulls anymore. Now. And uh, yeah. apart from that, Tim Duncan's not there. Manu Ginobili yep. recently retired, I right. believe. So uh, you, uh, yeah, you could have went. You could have went Tim Duncan. If you want to go way back, yeah, Tim Duncan was also uh, the admiral. Um, he was in the military. They do have the I'm coach ready. pop. Um, I'm ready. All right. Last night, a Raptors absolutely eviscerated the Spurs in San Antonio. One forty-three, one hundred. Pascal Siakam. 22 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds in just 28 minutes. Wow. The triple double for the guy who could be the MVP. The early MVP candidate right now. You know who else was ridiculous? Who? Gary Trent Jr. continues to put up the points for the Toronto Raptors with no... Every time that I looked over, because I had the multiple screens going, I had the Leafs game on the TV, I had the Sabres game on the computer, I had the World Series on the computer, I had the NBA on the tablet. Yep. Every time I looked over, it was a fast break for the Raptors, and they were putting up points. Yeah, they crushed them. It was not even close. I uh nice little parlay in the first inning of the of the uh World Series game. I tried to do uh, a Phillies money line, mm-hmm. Raptors minus 20 because they were already destroying them. Yeah. And um Sabres money line when oh. they were down 3 to 1. So I just need the Phillies to do anything. And it was 0-0 at the time when and it was 0-0. Zero, zero. Oh, it's tough. It's a tough break for you. Tough beat. Oh, well, on to the next. Uh, lo- locally, oh, boy. Uh, CFL pulled one of these yesterday. We lost, by the way, but, you know. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. No. There's a, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. You remember the 2017 Oscars where Moonlight won Best Picture, but it was announced as La La Land because they got the wrong card and all that stuff? So yeah, yesterday. That was awkward. And Warren Beatty's face, and that was classic. Yeah, it, it's like, uh, what I happened f- now? I felt so bad for that man. The CFL announces the All Stars, and, and they were weird. There were six Stampeders named, but no Stamps offensive linemen 
were all-stars despite being tops in the league in sacks allowed and, and rush yards and all that type of stuff. Top receiver Malik Henry wasn't listed. Neither was defensive back Jonathan Moxie. Some discourse on Twitter throughout the day. His players were asked about it. They were being upset on Twitter. All the coaches were being asked about it. Um, turns out that the voting was tabulated wrong. Oh, my God. 21 all-star recipients ended up having to be changed across the league. Oh, my God. The East running back got changed. Three receivers got changed. Five offensive linemen, three defensive linemen, two linebackers, five defensive backs, and two special teamers. Overall, 21 all-star recipients were changed when the updated list was released seven and a half hours later. Now, when they re- when they put the, the press release of who the all-stars were, did they not double-check this? Do they not think, you know, maybe this is not right and this That's is what a little someone, wrong? Someone that I was with it at practice yesterday was like, this is the league. Did they not look at this list and say, how are all these people all-stars? Or This they, doesn't make did, sense. They just didn't know. The people who sent out the press release had no idea who these people were. No idea. Whatever it is, this like, is... It's it's really hard to defend the CFL sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, I love I, the players good. and I love their stories. Dave but... Dickinson is a great guy. Takes oh, time out of his, his busy Dave. week. Jumps on the station. But it's really hard to defend the CFL. How does this happen? Well, Dave had to go to bat in a press conference yesterday for all of his guys. And, you know, we have players saying, like, well, I don't know who's voting and who's watching and who's doing any of this type of stuff. And this literally is the livelihood of these players. Their contracts are based on these awards yes. and accolades. Yes. And then the league, it's it's tough. I felt... Who do you feel worse for? The guys that didn't get recognized off the top or the guys that got recognized and then were told, oh, no, you didn't yeah, make it? Yeah, those guys. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's worse for them. Awful. Just awful. Um, playoffs are this weekend on Sunday. Stamps and Lions, 2.30 on Sunday. And we still don't have a halftime guest for the Grey Cup, no, right? we still don't. Maybe we'll do little Brody and the Beat later on in the show. Ask the, people of Calgary? ask the people of Calgary who should be the halftime act. At the Grey Cup. Let's do that. Elsewhere, uh, the Wranglers lost to Tucson 3-1. to Connor Zary did score his fourth goal of the season, the only goal for the Wranglers. They do play Friday at 1 in the afternoon at the Dome. A little hooky hockey. And the Hitman game was postponed against the Victoria Royals due mm. to adverse travel conditions, so they'll play at 7 o'clock tonight instead. And a little bit of CanCon for you. Felix Auger-Aliassime onto the round of 16 at the Paris Masters. Next match is against Gael Simon. They're going to get going. Gilles Simon. Gilles, Gilles Simon. Yeah, I actually, I, li- I did listen to that and I did a pronouncer on it like four times and I was trying to get it right. Could, I'm a big tennis guy. You could have just asked me. Next match is against <laughs> the French guy. Gilles Simon. Gilles Simon. Yeah. Uh, they'll get going sometime this morning. It's dependent on some other matches, but Felix is the eighth seed. Well, Simon is uh, <laughs> well un- done. unranked. Good job. Uh, that's the and morning good report. good night and good luck to you, sir. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Keith Yangle. Keith Yangle? Yandle, not, not Keith Dangle. Steve Dangle's little brother. No, <laughs> Keith Yandle. He yells about the Toronto Do you, Marlies. Do you ever want Steve Dangle on the show or Do no? I want Steve Dangle? No, your face is no. You don't want them on the show. When they play the Flames, maybe? Sure. That would be like the only time. Okay. I'm just I'm asking you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That would be, that would be the only but time. But I can tell by your face. It's just a lot of Leafs. Okay. Yeah. When they, when they, play, the, when they play the Flames. Yeah. Maybe we'll have Steve Dangle. Maybe after the Flames beat the Leafs. Okay. Okay, that's even better. That's a good time to do it, probably. Yeah. Keith Yandel, yeah. e. Sportsnet analyst, former NHLer, straight ahead. It's the big show. Russ and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan.